The parents of a four-month-old baby urgently needing a heart operation are refusing to allow blood from the blood bank to be used in their son's surgery because they believe it's contaminated with COVID-19 vaccine. The health agency, Te Fatu Ora, is asking that the baby be placed under the guardianship of the court and then for the court to appoint the doctors as agents of the court for medical care. The parents of a twin boy want to use blood of unvaccinated people and say they've got enough approved donors to do it. The High Court will hear the case next week. Dr Nikki Turner is an immunologist and medical director of the Immunisation Advisory Centre and she's on the line now. Kia ora, Nikki. Yes, kia ora. I'm not actually an immunologist but um, a vaccine knowledge, yes. Thank you. So <laughs> tell us to start with, blood from a COVID vaccinated person, is it contaminated in any way? No. So what we do have in blood products is our immune response, either to COVID disease or to a vaccine. And the immune response is what you will see in blood. And that's the same to any virus we're exposed to, COVID or any other virus. So from a science point of view, there are no concerns here. So what happens when someone gets a COVID vaccination? What happens to the vaccination in their blood? Yeah, so the COVID vaccines we're using are RNA, mRNA vaccines. They are coded for the body to produce a protein. The protein is a protein that you see in the COVID virus. You then respond with your natural immune system. You respond to the vaccine, you respond to the wild virus. That's the response, the immune response of our own bodies. That's what's in our blood system. So if it is the immune response from our own bodies, Hmm. is the blood of a person who's been vaccinated for COVID the same as the blood of a person who has had COVID? It would be very similar because the immune response is the same. Obviously, every individual has a slightly different immune response, but the process of the immune response is the same. And the code that you injected into the person that receives the vaccine is removed very quickly within a few days. So that's not there. It's the immune response that the body reacts to. Is there any evidence or research that suggests the blood of vaccinated people vaccinated for COVID, let's be specific, poses a risk to young children? No. Absolutely none. No, and and there's no science reason why there would be. You know, having to, if you work through the explanation of how vaccines work, there's no scientific reason why there would be a risk. So in some cases with vaccinations, there's a a slight stand-down period before you give blood. What is the reason for that then? No, that's not any safety issues with a vaccine. There's no stand-down period after a vaccine for giving blood. Right. So, okay, directed donations, we have them for other things in in, um, medicine, like, for example, someone wants to donate a a kidney to you or a lung or something like that. Mm. Um, Is it realistic to have that when it comes to blood? It's it's not that straightforward. Blood needs to be very carefully screened, both to match with the individual, but also to ensure there's no actual safety concerns in the blood. There are real safety concerns with blood products. We've got to watch out there's no viruses. You know, for example, HIV or a hepatitis virus. So blood needs to be carefully screened. And New Zealand has a safety process that we have set up and developed over years. And many people know historically there were concerns about blood safety and contamination. We don't want to let go of our quality standards and our blood safety. So it would be the beginning of a slippery slope to change what is currently a very effective quality process. Nikki, can you please 
address the people who may have concerns and in the simplest way possible, what is your message to them about the safety of donated blood as it relates to COVID vaccinations? There is no science reason behind why there would be a safety concern. And also the scientific community in general has been watching incredibly closely for the safety of these mRNA vaccines. We do have real genuine safety data and hundreds of millions of people now really looking at safety data. So yes, they were relatively new two years ago and now there is extensive safety data. I I think people need to talk to someone they feel they can trust to talk through these issues. It's all very well to talk to me that you have no idea who I am, but talk to, you know, a health person with knowledge and with understanding that you can genuinely work through your concerns. There's a lot of myths and scary stuff out there for people. And, oh, my goodness, I get it. And we can really easily go down these rabbit holes. It just, I think it requires somehow to work through step-by-step the science and to re-establish a bit of trust here. Thanks for your time. That is Dr. Nikki Turner there.